Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's lovely. Right, it's lovely. Welcome to episode two of the Whiskey Sessions. Yeah. I think we should call this podcast the Unabridged Whiskey Sessions. The Unabridged Whiskey Sessions. So of course, you can watch the video version yeah. of this as well, yeah. which we recorded in the Bon Accord. Yeah, last time we did this, it was uh, Breath of the Wild, Zelda. Um, which we paired with a lovely Auchentosian Freeman. <laughs> and today we're drinking, was it Ailsa? Ailsa Bay. Ailsa Bay. Which is from Garvin, yeah, near where yeah. we're from. It's an airship whiskey. And it's, um, it's a wee bit smoky. Which a bit very smoky, but yeah. smooth. <laughs> So if you want to drink along, you can uh, get that, uh, yeah. or you can just drink fucking tap water. Fucking J&B's. J&B's, man. I used to bottle that back in the day. Did you have J&B's? What did it stand for? Uh, no idea. I was, like, by like, like, Jobby. <laughs> I don't know why I used to get J&B. Oh, I have some of the... Um, <laughs> jobby. The Jobby. Do you want ice with that? Uh, anyway, the, the, the pub's starting to fill up now, so... Uh, That's a wee bit, so you get up a bit more Atmos. Yeah. What do you mean now? Is it, we've not recorded already today. <laughs> this isn't whiskey number three. <laughs> what are we talking about this time? So this time we're going to be talking about near automata. Near automata. <laughs> so, what, I don't know. Near automata. Near automata. It's been a wee joke. That was good. Well done. <laughs> uh, this is the brand new uh, Platinum RPG. Well, Platinum developed yeah. RPG uh, released by Squeenix. Squeenix. Uh, and it's good. So. We'll just say right now, one of us has finished it. Yes, and, and got at least, se- I've got seven endings. Seven endings, one of us hasn't. <laughs> I finished uh, it once, I'm halfway through, well, two thousand way oh. through my second playthrough. So it means you're only about halfway through the actual Really? Game. Oh God. It's a bit embarrassing. Oh, so, yeah. again, like, just to make you aware, there yeah. will be elements of the story we will talk about that may be considered, in fact, no, fuck, they will be, will be spoilers. spoilers. So again, if you're going to play the game and you want to find out all those beautiful emotes to yourself, Stop listening <laughs> to the guys, it's cool. Yeah. You don't need to send us a tweet saying like, oh, right. you're not going to listen because you're going to spoil it. But don't hold it. Download the podcast. Well, download it still. Give us a five-star yeah. rating. Get on YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Stick it on. Put it on mute. <laughs> yeah. Play it. Give us that view. Um, and then when it finishes, here's a su- suggestion for you. Refresh it. <laughs> Watch it there again on mute. Yeah. Um, so, Nina Tomata. Yeah. It's... Do you know what's interesting about it? Right, go on. It wasn't really on my radar. No. Which was interesting because, like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a JRPG hound. Mm. You call me, maybe I've got a problem. <laughs> Ultimately. The um, problem isn't playing JRPGs. It's buying. It's buying JRPGs. Buying and not completing yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, so, but thankfully, mm. uh, and we'll thank the lovely people at Square Enix for just sending me a copy. <laughs> I know. Took it out of my Very hand. Nice oh, can I afford it? Oh, it's alright. I've yeah. got a copy. Very nice um, it's a funny story how, because we got it and then I didn't play it for like four weeks because I got burgled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was totally put off playing games. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't. good. <laughs> Hey, don't talk about that too much. I know. Big fall down. I mean, um, but it's. I mean, I mean shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> I'm I'm joking, joking, joking. Come on. It was two months ago. Um, <laughs> it's it's a fascinating game. All right, we'll say this now. Near Automata is fascinating because I, I I've played Near as well, which you've not played the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, yeah. I say original because the. Origin was actually Drakengard. Yeah. So to to go back a wee bit, so Drakengard is a game that has dragons in it, right? I'm not, I'm not gonna get into this too that essentially what happens is in Drakengard, I'm pretty sure it's Drakengard one, yeah. an like, enemy falls through a, a portal into Japan, into Tokyo. No, the main characters do. It's like, no, I, they're, they're fighting an enemy. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they kill this enemy and then they fuck off back home. Yeah. But the enemy itself actually like releases a virus that pretty much kills it starts killing every yeah. human on the planet. It starts yeah. in Tokyo, in Japan, and then goes all over. That's kind of when Nier comes in. So mm. Nier, because oh, I've been so much I've played Nier, but essentially <laughs> Nier is all about the end of, like, essentially the project to try and save humanity from dying out. Mm. To begin with, Nier Automata almost feels like it's got barely anything to do right. with Nier from 
my memory, which let's be honest, <laughs> isn't, isn't the great. Best, uh, yeah, yeah. And I have been drinking. <laughs> um, but I mean, can I start out? So, so the main setup is that you're like, well, there's androids in the moon. No, no, no androids are humans. Satellites, humans yeah, in the moon. There's humans in the moon who have sent androids from, <laughs> from the satellite, satellite back yeah. to Earth to fight machines which have been built by aliens. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Sorry. So the androids, yeah, the androids are machines. Yeah. But they're not machines built by aliens. No. They're built by. Oh, my head. I don't know. Who my head? Toyota. I don't know. <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> you know that wee robot you Toyota, see the Toyota, Toyota adverts, yeah. Aye. Um, Toyota 2B. Trying to Toyota made um, you know the wee machines that you find that are shagging each other. <laughs> 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 you know the yeah, they have the... a pit, though, yeah, yeah. I never thought about it as machines shagging down the pit. <laughs> So right, right. The game starts out. Yeah, what is the game? The I mean, game itself the is it? an action RPG mm. where uh, with, it combines both action, so like hack and slash, <laughs> and RPG, uh, RPG elements yeah. and shmup elements. Uh, yeah, Although yeah. it's important to say, while the shmup elements are fun, they are. Oh, they're, they're, they're they're which cool. that, you wouldn't buy that. Yeah, game. you wouldn't buy that game. But, oh, yeah. oh, did you buy the the near shmup? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> But what it does is it adds variety. Yeah, Because yeah. the game, like, so... Oh, I'll talk a bit slow. I think they were, they were great to, no, like... they were really good fun. When they came along, you were like, oh, fuck, this is nice. It breaks up the, the rhythm. Yeah. You know? And I like how the shmup bits take two different forms as well. So you've got your basic kind of, like, mm, shooting. What would you call that in shmups? Just shooting. What? Is there a type of shmup that's just, like, you know, just go side to side and up and down? Like a scrolling shmup? Yeah, so scrolling So you get scrolling shmups and you get twin stick shmups. And it so, switches between the two. Yeah, they Yeah, right. Yeah, nice and easy. Up and downs. And but that's, only like, that's only like 10% of the game is the shmup. Yeah, it's, it's nice, but that's, yeah. that's how the game starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you start out with, actually, there's a very clever start to the game. So you start out with not a lot of preamble, really. Ah, if you play the demo, you know, you go into a factory, you kill some robots, and then the big massive boss yeah. at the end. Did you die at any point during that? Because yeah. if you die, no. you go back Straight to the, the title sequence. No, no, I didn't. But no, not, no. Even, not even back to like a save point. Yeah. You go back to the beginning. Yeah, like, yeah. As in like have to hit start to no. enter the menu. I didn't die, but... I did. <laughs> I did. I didn't die, but... That's um, how I got my first ending. I didn't die, but I had to go to work. And um, so I, I couldn't save what? it. I couldn't save it before I left. So work. I had to... Yeah, so... I mean the job centre. <laughs> the job centre. <laughs> I had to go down the job centre. So I had to like, just stop playing and, and come back later. And I, I, yeah. I wish, you know what I wish I'd remember more often? Yeah. That the PS4's got a rest mode. <laughs> yeah, I know that's you're, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. Anyway. But so then but then before you know it, like after that scripted that that feels like standard platinum, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, linear level, big boss mm. at the end, lots of set pieces and stuff like yeah. that. And it's really cool. But then after that it's like, oh right, it's an RPG now. You yeah. get into this big ruined city full of mm. fucking moose. <laughs> like there's moose in it. I know, but I was trying to think, is that the plural bit? Yeah, moose. One moose. Is, it wouldn't be moose. One moose, it? two moose. Yeah, I suppose. Wait, I think it's nice? in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is in my head. I was like, nice. yeah, um, I was thinking nice. If you got any ruined city, and you know, there's like a resistance camp, and there's a big desert and stuff like that. It's like, oh, it's it's a it's an open world RPG. Like. Similar to Breath of the Wild. Similar to Breath of the Wild. In fact, in well, Carrie's thematically has some kind of like. It's a bit more linear. This though. is a, like, like, a post-human. It's, it's kind of like a big ring of little open areas rather than one big massive world. But yeah. Um, no, but it's, well, first got, I was like, alright, oh, okay, so that's what this is. It's not just a platinum game, it's, a, it's, an, it's an, an actual like, story JRPG yeah. with platinum action. In I think it. it's got very, yeah, yeah the, the platinum is the kind of action side mm. of it. It definitely feels like, and it's not it's not being at level of depth. No, it's not. But it's really fun, yeah. it's straightforward. It's got a good dodge uh, counter system, which love, is that's love a dodge love, counter system. A, a lovely dodge. And you've got the pods as well, which you use to yeah. kind of change up so you can. So through the game, you get this wee man, this wee floating, shooting man. Right. 
So you can introduce elements of schmuck while you're playing, I suppose, yeah, yeah. To that, alongside your... It's, essentially, it's a bit like Devil May Cry, I suppose. I mean, that's, uh, that's your gun, as your uh, man floating yeah. your shoulder. Pod 143, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and in the pod, you can equip different skills. So you've got like a quick heal, um, you've Never got used like... It. Did you know that? I used tons of... I didn't find it until much later in the game that you could equip that stuff. Fucking hell. So, <laughs> so at one point I went to the menu and was like, oh, what's this? And I went and then I went to the equip and I just did auto equip for yeah. stuff. And then at one point my, my character just started flashing and it was like yeah. plus one, plus one, plus one. Yeah, plus so one. I was doing the yeah, auto heal or whatever. Auto heal, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck's this? It's going nowhere. So the one problem I had with this, it was a nice idea because you get lots of different chipsets. Yeah. But I got one, pretty much set myself up. I've spent loads of money, mm. upgraded it so I could equip everything. Right. And then just pretty much had a setup which meant I was practically god. Like, it's like as soon as something hit me, I healed pretty much immediately. Can you upgrade your pod? <laughs> so in the resistance calm, you're the person who says like you upgrade your weapons. Can you upgrade the pod? Yeah, so you can. You can have more spaces and stuff in it. And you can also level the pod up. Ah, oh. right. Should we stop recording this? <laughs> and play this. <laughs> we game? need to get. We need to get back. That's like fucking hell. Right. Okay. That's yeah. embarrassing, but we'll keep going. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you meet the guy who can upgrade your weapons to the maximum yes, level? Yes, right. Okay. Right. Oh, that's cool. Wait. Maximum level. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I did. I did. Fucking moron. I did. Um. Right. So, you've got those kind of nice RPG elements. Um, the game itself plays really solid for the first... So this is when we're going to get the structure of the game a wee mm. bit, which is where it can get a bit spoilery. So, essentially, the first time you play through, you play as 2B. Yeah, and you or play not 2B. No, you play as 2B. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry there. Um, who's accompanied, for the most part, by 9S, who's like a support guy. Aye. That's pretty much his role. Everyone's like, why are you fighting when you're meant to be a support guy? But Aye. He was, was like, I'm support, and then he starts swinging about a samurai sword. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got samurai swords, but it's cool. I like yeah, it. It's, cool. it's always my favourite sword in every yeah. game. So, this means I'm a default boy. When yeah. I play it, I'm like, if the, if the katana is the best looking weapon and I can get it powered up at a reasonable amount, I'm like, yeah. that's the weapon I'm using. Yeah. doesn't matter how big this big robot sword is. <laughs> yeah. um, so, as 2B, you play the first 10 chapters of the game. Mm. And this is a lot like the original Nia. Essentially, you can complete the game once, and you get a, a really good story. You get some great boss battles, mm. good action set pieces, um, but that's it. Mm. Good, but you can maybe say, complete it maybe say, depending on how many subquests you do, maybe 10, 15 hours, that kind of thing. Then when you play the game again, to start from the beginning, you don't go 2B this time, you actually go 9S. Yep. So you see a shortened version of those 10 chapters, so it's about 8 chapters, and it's got sections where 9S is separate from 2B. Well, you start at the very beginning, you're flying the mech, while 2B's shooting, yeah, like, you've got, go on foot, you know? Yeah, exactly, you've got different bits, and also, where this um, 2B has kind of light and heavy attacks, and carries two weapons along with a shooting man, yeah. you don't, you've only got one weapon, and you can hack enemies. Which is a wee mini schmuck. It's a wee mini schmuck. Which is pretty cool. Um, which varies, if smaller enemies, it's just very simple, you yeah. shoot a ball, yeah. for bigger enemies, it's usually a lot more complicated. You shoot some squares. Then a ball. Then a ball. Um, and then as you play on, there's more complicated versions of it. Um, and that's meant to be, that's the game's kind of version of hacking. Essentially, that's the game's hacking minigame. Um, which is good fun, gets a bit repetitive, but it's quite simple. That's I can't really complain. That's it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It's almost like it's your third and not your first. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, you complete the game then as uh, 9S. 9S, And then you get the final seven chapters of the game. Mm. So, for these chapters, you start out as, I think you start out as 2B, see, I, I can't remember already, because uh, yeah. I've had three drinks. Um, so you start out, uh, and you kind of go between uh, 9S and 2B, mm. so between them. and then, 
you start going A2. So A2 is a character who you meet killing, essentially, King Baby. King Baby, yeah. For no real reason. We're getting into depth here. Though. I know, we I know. There's well, no context to this. So basically, right. another character. Another character. One of the bosses that you fight. Right. And becomes another playable character. Yeah. From there, you then kind of, it goes into even more depth about, I don't know, like, is it how to discuss what it's about? Because it's really about... It's about what it means to be an oh, my god, how many drinks have yeah. I Getting philosophical. It starts to get yeah. into these bigger ideals yeah. of what it means to belong, what, what does it, it means to lose someone. What does it mean to kill a machine with a samurai sword? <laughs> like, well, what is the depth kinda, of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the. Like, why would androids wear stockings and. <laughs> like, Do androids really dream <laughs> yeah. of electric sheep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, essentially, as the game goes on, again, spoilers, right? You find out as the, in the second playthrough of the game that everything that androids are set up for, so your heart, which stands for something ridiculous, like you only remember half, half an hour. <laughs> so you end up playing. So you find out that. So you keep hearing about the Council of Humans on the Moon, right? Yeah. But they're all dead. There's, uh, no, yeah. there's no humans. Essentially, you're playing in a post-human game. The androids yeah. are there. I mean, that, that's not even like much of a spoiler because like it just comes I've, up in like, like conversations. Yeah, like, like oh, fact, no, but, no, but even then, like fifteen minutes into the game, there's like one message from the humans, and it's like obviously pre-recorded. It's like, well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kill those shagging machines. <laughs> yeah. um, so you've kind of got that. So quite early on, then yeah. it's kind of established that the humans are dead, and it turns out that androids are only really doing their mission to stop them from getting depressed. <laughs> And, like, for me, what the game, what was interesting was, you've got the kind of main characters, so you've got playable characters, 9S, yeah. uh, A2, and 2B. 2B. And you've got them, who are kind of, apart from 9S gets quite emotional, but they're all reasonably emotionally removed, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a distance there, and then you've got the machines, yeah. which start out as your common and garden enemies. And as the game goes on, that's what unhinges you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you get to the desert area and they're scared of you. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're sort they of like. want to run away. And, and they're sort of acting out. And there's ones that don't even try and fight yeah, you. Yeah. Like you can walk past They're sort of acting out human behaviours, like, like rocking a cradle and, and shagging in a pit. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So you begin to see. We are shagging in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> so you begin to see them be more human. Mm. And you've got Adam and Eve, who are these kind of like. Essentially, they look just like the androids in the game. But again, they've got kind of emotional responses to things. Yeah. And then, as you play on a bit more, you've got Pascal. So Pascal's village is probably, for me, the most interesting part of the whole game. It's got good music. It's got amazing. The, the whole game has good music. It's right. amazing. In fact, you can buy it on iTunes, and it's. I bought it. It's like three and a half hours of amazing music. Um, it's good to read your book, by. And um, so you've got Pascal's village, where essentially yeah. you've got. You spend the whole game fighting monsters, but we're fighting robots. And then you get to this kind of friendly village yeah, of lovely robots. Waving white flags and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You come there and it's like they're fully aware that you could start fighting. And actually, they all, all have health bars. Yeah. So you can start fighting them right then and there. But you begin to like help Pascal. You realise the resistance base only really properly exists because they've become friends with these friendly robots. And that kind of... It starts to throw up all the contradictions of the game. Like, later on, 9S when you're playing him begins to become essentially becomes unhinged yeah. grief affects him in a way that feels that like it's just focused on pure revenge he turns from being this guy who's kind of like 
oh, let's hear them out, let's do this, to being like, no, I'll kill them all, mm. I'll kill everyone. Um, and it's a total flip from being like, you feel sorry for him, and then suddenly it, it slowly changes to the point where it's like, I don't feel sorry for him, I actually think he's becoming a bit of a villain almost, like his responses to everything made sense to begin with, but he's taken it to this extreme, and it's because they're not human, they're designed to look human, but they don't have the same, mm. maybe, limits, or the same, like, consciousness, or the same conscience. But the robots show that, which is interesting, although there's an interesting point where the robots are talking about, like, how they work, and someone gives us an example of, like, well, if one becomes, like, a dictator, and that's how they decide to rule over a wee area, then even if that fails, they'll try it again. They won't deviate mm. from a kind of set path. So they, they're not human either. Like, essentially, it's a game where humans are this dead ideal. Like, hum the humans are all gone, but everything that follows on still tries to fill that vacuum. So the robots, yeah, they're shagging in a pit. Like humans would. They rock babies. Like humans would. Like humans would. Like passing in. Maybe they're shagged in a pit. Um, and you look at like the idea of the, the king baby that I talked about, it's like, well, why would robots need to have a baby? Mm. Because or, a king. Just, or a king. Exactly. But that's it, they're filling that human yeah, yeah, yeah. vacuum. And the androids as well are doing the exact same thing. Like they, Their purpose is to bring the world back for humans. But there's no humans. But they've still got this drive to, mm. to try and bring that back. So it's, it's, it's this fascinating, big idea and because they give it so many endings so when you complete the game first time you get one ending yeah, yeah. A, you complete it again you get B you complete it for a third time you get C and then potentially D <laughs> oh no Wait, is it can C I guess what's next? and then is it yeah, e? you get D and A uh, but it's 26 endings did you most get, of it's a joke did you get K? any case when you eat the fish? no I've not does that, does <laughs> you, that look like game over? you just die and that's well, it well I got one more. you get an ending right at the beginning when mm. you fail the opening of the yeah, game yeah, yeah. I got one where I just accidentally wandered off. <laughs> like, I was meant to be going somewhere and I was riding in the back of a moose. And um, I just accidentally went the wrong way and it was like, I oh, just fucked off through the desert. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And it just went through the credits. Um, I mean, the, the end of the game's fascinating. There's a, essentially an extremely difficult schmuck where the, the enemy is the end credits. <laughs> all, all, yeah, all the dots are being fired by yeah, the yeah. end credits. And you've got to kind of try and fight your way yeah. through that. Um, it's it's honestly such a fascinating game because yeah. of the themes it looks at in the same way that um, I'm, right now I'm playing Persona 5 and Persona games and the Shin Megami Tensei games as a whole are known for kind of looking into themes that maybe aren't you wouldn't find it uncharted yeah. and stuff like that I don't mean that as, a, as any slight uncharted no, that's fine. but that's fine fuck, fuck uncharted it's no slight against that but it's it's a game that's even if it doesn't do it perfectly it's happy to try and look into these things mm. and to even try and come up with something um, and it's silly it's, it's got loads of silly bits and I mean the DLC as well they're putting the, the press boss of the in back it. is that two games he's been a boss now apparently is that a as well. so who's your favourite character in the game then do you think just finish this first you take your time lovely um, favourite character well, I like Emil but he's from Nia yeah um, and to be honest, I, I know some missions with him, but I never really got into them. Mm. So I just met him as like the, the travelling merchant, which was really good fun. You've got to, to hit him with a projectile to stop him from running about. Um, favourite character? It's probably Pascal. Pascal. I really like Pascal. 
Um, I really liked the like one of the big elements. It's become a, become a meme. They become as gods meme. Uh, yeah. Um, a lot that whole bit when you meet like yeah, the high good. priest and he's good. fucking nuts. Fucking terrifying though that bit. That, that, actually, I died so many times like that. But when you have to escape from the factory because um, there's. The, you know the suicide bomber machines yeah. they just kill you yeah, yeah. I love yeah. That too. Um, it's probably Pascal because it was just such a nicely designed character like I like the Iron Joint just yeah. really well put together who's your least favourite character because I can tell you who mine is <laughs> and it's the reason that I've not finished the same place through yet um, least favourite um I don't know. Like, I don't mind 9S. Uh, I, what, what I like about 9S is how he changes. Uh, I hate 9S. Maybe I've not, just not got to the point yet where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just hate him. Uh, but it's like, I can't explain why I hate him because I know that he's probably See, his, character. his playthrough is so good. Like, when you find out more about the, like, the opera singer, yeah, yeah. that whole whole cool. obsession with beauty yeah. being tied to love yeah, and yeah. trying to make another machine love her, but can it? Does it have the capacity to love? It's, oh, man. No, I can't explain. You know, I was thinking about this in the way here, right? And I was like, like I've, I wanted to try and explain why I don't like 9S, but I can't. And it's it's kind of like the opposite. <laughs> do, you remember, <laughs> do you remember Clyde? The, the Commonwealth Games mascot? Yeah, yeah. Right. And how I, I love Clyde. You love Clyde. I can't explain why. I've, I've always loved him. I've always loved him. I've always loved him. I can't explain why I love him. It's like that. I, I hate 9S, but I can't explain why I hate 9S. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, personally. That's the reason I've not finished the game yet. Yeah, yeah. I need to finish it. But I'd say, like, in terms of, it's it's really came out of left field for me. Yeah. In terms of, like, looking, I mean, this game, this year already, I mean, you've had Yakuza 0, oh. Breath of the Wild, yeah. Persona 5. I mean, it's a lot of people have kind of said it a bit flippantly, but it does feel like Japanese games are just they're coming back. The, the games that everyone's talking well, I mean, about right now. I've argued that they've never been away, but this year is the year yeah. they have come back. Um, like, so if you include the end of last year with Final Fantasy 15 as well, which yeah. I think is a masterpiece. Um, and Last Guardian. And Last Guardian. Um, well. So uh, I'd say near Tomata, if you've not played the first year, you're not going to lose out on it. No, no, um, I've not. I've enjoyed it's it. a game that just it mm. demands so much attention. Definitely. Um, and since in terms of the themes it looks at, yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't think there's any. Any peer at the moment right now. It's not a feel good game though, is it? No, like, no, it's, it's not a all. fucking when bleak you game. The game fully, it's actually quite depressing. No, but even when you first get to the city, yeah, and it's like the really sad music, the fucking sad moose. <laughs> sad moose. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's just, it's just bleak. It's yeah. so bleak, un- unrelentingly bleak. Yeah, but yeah. there's a place for that. There's a place for that. Anyway, it? Joe, that's us come to the end of this pesky session. Thank God. This unabridged pesky session. I'm stunned. You alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Hang in. <laughs> oh, boy, that's disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, if you've enjoyed listening to this unabridged oh, yep. podcast version or this lovely abridged video version, <laughs> um, yeah. you can, of course, uh, like and subscribe to it on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. I nearly said podcast. podcast. Jesus uh, yeah, get on YouTube, watch our videos as well, mm-hmm. and get on Twitter. Let us know what you think in here um, because you know, we'd be like to. Yeah. Canvas hound Joe until he completes it. I know, fucking hell, I know. Fucking Joe. Fucking liability, fucking Joe. Anyway, Joe. Um, and if you're in Glasgow and you fancy whiskey, come on to the Bonacob. It's, it's a great pub, man. Yes, it's well priced as well. Well priced, definitely. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Keep bits talking. Keep bits talking.